Hello, I'm Scott Hamilton, Rockfile to some, with another podcast review of Batman Begins on 4K Ultra High Definition Blu-ray. I grew up a Batman fan like most people, read a few of the comics, watched the 60s TV series with Adam West and Burt Ward, uh, the Tim Burton movies, actually went to the premiere of Batman and Robin, got to meet some of the stars, that's where I met... um, Uh, Julie Newmar, who played Catwoman. I met uh, Lando Calrissian himself. Billy D. Williams was there. Dude has huge hands. I shook his hand. Dude has the biggest hands I think I've ever shaken. The the funny thing about going to the Batman and Robin uh, world premiere, which was in Atlanta for a charity event. Anyway, long story short, uh, some of the stars, some of the big stars weren't there. Arnold Schwarzenegger wasn't there, but they brought in Val Kilmer, who had been in the previous Batman movie, and he sat right in front of us in the Fox Theater and laughed through most of the movie, actually, as most of us did on that movie. Uh, there were a couple of good things about the movie, but overall, Batman and Robin was you know, not very good or well-received and kind of killed off the property. But anyway, so... Longtime Bat fan, although not my favorite. As I've said in previous podcasts, I grew up reading Marvel comics, and I didn't really, you know, when you're young, you don't really know the difference between Marvel and DC. There wasn't this whole battle to us kids. I just gravitated towards Doctor Strange and Iron Man and the X-Men, and that that was the stuff I liked to read. I wasn't into Superman, Batman, although I watched the movies and the TV shows and things like that. So that was kind of how things went, because back then we didn't have any Marvel stuff that was worth watching, to be perfectly honest, until they made Blade and the X-Men movies. So to say I'm a huge Batman fan, I'm not one of these guys that just is a diehard Batman everything. I mean... I'm into the Funko Pop scene, and Batman is by far, there are more Batmans than any other figure I can think of. It's not even close. They've made a lot of Groots and things like that, but there are hundreds of Batman. And like I said, I like the character. I like the idea behind the character. I like the various properties. But over Black Friday, the three Christopher Nolan, uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, was really, really, really cheap. I mean, wow, it was really cheap. And so these were not... I I do want to pick up the Christopher Nolan uh, 4Ks because he is a huge fan of the format, and he has had all of his movies natively transferred from 4K. These are not 2K DIs that are up-converted. He went back and re-scanned all of his films, and they are all 4K DIs and all look pretty great on the 4K format. But I wasn't really prepared for how good Batman Begins looks. It's a 2005 movie. First of all, I didn't think of it being 14 years old when I was watching it last night. Second of all, there were a lot of things I forgot about the movie. And re-watching it, Christopher Nolan and his brother Jonathan really elevated the Batman character and these movies to beyond what we expected. I remember walking out of the theater just being blown away by the film because it wasn't only a more serious and a darker take on the character. It was just incredible filmmaking. It's just a great movie. If you're not into superheroes, you're not into Batman, you can still get a lot out of this movie because it is just a really well-filmed, well-acted, well-created movie. At the time, uh, Nolan and David S. Goyer worked on it. Um, it. Christian Bale, Michael Caine, Liam Neeson, Katie Holmes, Gary Oldman, Cillian Murphy, Tom Wilkinson, Rutger Hauer, Ken Watanabe, and Morgan Freeman. That cast alone 
just incredible. Movie cost about 150 million to make. It went on to make 375 million, and the next two movies would gross over a billion apiece. So to say that the Dark Knight trilogy was successful would be an understatement. And I, I found this factoid when doing a little research this morning. There is a number of filmmakers who have mentioned Batman Begins the Dark Knight trilogy to describe their projects and the influence on. These include, and I hate doing lists in these podcasts, but listen to this list. John Favreau, Iron Man and, and The Mandalorian, Edward Norton, McGee, Damon Lindelof, Robert Downey Jr., Hugh Jackman, Matthew Vaughn, who did X-Men First Class and the, and the, the Kingsman movies, um, Rupert Wyatt, who directed Rise of the Planet of the Apes, Sam Mendes, uh, Alex Kurtzman, Gareth Edwards, who did Godzilla, Brian Cranston, uh, Adam Wingard, who directs horror movies, Patty Jenkins and Matthew Jensen behind Wonder Woman, uh, Simon Kinberg, Andrew Koskove, who did Blade Runner 2049, and Todd Phillips, who did The Joker. That Your movie is that... You know, it's one thing to be critically successful. It's one thing to be uh, financially successful. But if you're successful with the people who make movies and they want to emulate and learn things from your movies, that got to be the highest compliment Christopher Nolan has gotten. And he's definitely one of my filmmaker favorite filmmakers. I can't wait to see Tenet this summer. If you didn't see the trailer in front of The Rise of Skywalker, go watch it on YouTube. Tenet just looks mind-blowing in the way that Inception was. Not that it has anything to do with Inception. It's just another one of those movies. That, okay, I'm going to have to wrap my mind around this one. But anyway, back to Batman Begins. It's an incredible 4K transfer. A lot of the movie is very dark, and because it is a native 4K transfer with HDR, you really get a lot of detail in the shadows and stuff. The blacks are not crushed. It is very, very... There were things I caught that I have never caught, even in the original movie theater. Um, this was not a movie I saw in IMAX, and it, it turns out that it was shown at about 55 IMAX theaters. But The Dark Knight, uh, the next one had actual footage shot in IMAX. It was the first major motion picture to have actual IMAX cameras film scenes. And they tagged the opening six minutes on the end of this, which were filmed in IMAX, which is that introduction to Joker scene from the bank robbery scene. And I watched it last night. It's included on the Blu-ray that comes with Batman Begins on 4K. And of course, when I watch The Dark Knight, uh, it will be in 4K. And it... Again, I've mentioned it in previous podcasts. IMAX is just a large film format, and you get so much more detail, depth, color, uh, black definition. It is, wow. I wish Batman Begins had been filmed in IMAX. But it, as it, it, he wanted to not do a lot of CG in the movie, so there's practical stunts, there's practical effects, there's a couple of CG composites, but for the most part, everything is, is real, in Batman Begins, and boy, does that... After watching so many CGI-filled superhero movies, from the DC movies to the Marvel movies, it is so grounding and so realistic to see... I mean, everything was real. His ro you know, his car, the Batmobile, is real. It was a real vehicle. Um, the effects, the stunts, everything was practical, except for a few shots, you know, of the, of the city and stuff like that. And... It makes it tangible. It makes it real. It, it beyond any of our current comic book movies. I hope we kind of get back to this, although the comic book movies today have gotten much larger in scale and are almost impossible to do without CGI. I mean, 
uh, the practical sets they've used on things like Rise of the Skywalker, uh, the, that had some decent sized sets. But some of the other movies that have come out recently that use large practical sets, just mind blowing. And I hope we get back to some more, some more of that. But anyway, long story short. Batman Begins, when you revisit it 14 years later and you haven't seen it in a few years, is a really engaging movie. It was, I didn't pick up, you know, this is a movie I've seen more than once and I didn't pick up my phone. I didn't, uh, I didn't go make popcorn or anything. I watched all two hours and, and 20 minutes of it nonstop. It is just a grand film and I can't wait. I like The Dark Knight even better. So I can't wait to watch that and there'll be reviews of that and uh, the, the final movie of the trilogy as well because I picked up all three in 4K really, really cheap. They've been out on the market for a few years, but like I said, if you can find them on sale, they're definitely worth the upgrade. They're native 4K transfers. They look fantastic, and they're really great movies. The Dark Knight trilogy. Matter of fact, I can recommend any Christopher Nolan movie. Just watch them all. He's he's done a great job with all of his films, even the early low-budget stuff. I'm Scott Hamilton. I'm Rockfile. Uh, Not the biggest Batman fan, but love the Dark Knight trilogy, and wow, does it look good on 4K. I've got more podcasts on the way, more reviews, more interviews, more more year-end lists are coming. I'm working on them. I My music list, movie list, was a little difficult because there's so many. There were so many great movies this year. Music list evolved into, I'm not only going to do my favorite albums of the year, I'm going to do my favorite albums of the last 10 years since we've we're at the tail end of a, of a decade. I don't think I can do mine of the century. I just think that would be a, a bit too long of a podcast, but I might work on that list as well. This has been something ongoing that I've been putting together for a few weeks, and I will post my year-end stuff, also the charts for the radio stations, at the end of the year, because although a lot of things have shut down and a lot of things are already posting their year-end stuff, I had to see Rise of the Skywalker before I completed my movies, and there's a couple other movies I still want to see, and that kind of thing. So anyway, a lot of year-end lists are coming, but closer to the end of the year. I'm Scott Hamilton. My website is therockfile.com. If you're not subscribed already, please subscribe to these podcasts on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, on iTunes. Um, You can ask Alexa. You can ask Google Assistant. Um, I'm everywhere. And if I'm not on your favorite podcasting service, please let me know and we will get ourselves added to it. I'm Scott Hamilton. I couldn't thank you more for listening.